Hey everyone, this is a bonus episode of the Prepper Website Podcast. This is an audio version of Prepper Website Live. I hope you enjoy it. Hey, being hot or overheated during the summertime can make you very, very miserable. Hopefully this video is going to help you and give you a few tips and tricks that you can use to keep your summer just a little bit cooler. I'm so glad that you can join me on this Prepper website live. Hey, today I have two articles from the archives from two of my good friends, from Chris Ray, who was over at uh, Prepared Christian, and I say over at, um, the website is still up, but Chris hasn't really been blogging in a while, um, and so, uh, but there's, you know, so it, it's not an active or not a live site as far as new content being up there, but the stuff that's there and the stuff that he put out when he was blogging, a lot of great stuff. And so we're going to look at one of his articles. And then another friend of mine, Lisa Bedford, over at The Survival Mom, we're going to look at one of hers. And both of these articles are going to be talking about keeping cool in the summertime, which, uh, you know, here in Texas, uh, it just seems like not too long ago, I was talking about the snow apocalypse. And now I'm talking about the heat, right? The heat apocalypse, which we always feel that anyway. But uh, it's important to have some tips and tricks up our sleeves. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into this. The first one that we're going to look at, uh, we're going to look at Chris Ray's um, article over at preparedchristian.net. Now, I'm going to link to this article. I'm going to link to all the articles like I normally do. However, I'm going to warn you when I I went to this one, uh, I did get um, an antivirus pop-up come up. And uh, from what I gather from the message, it was on a, uh, a graphic that I don't see. So I think my antivirus blocked the graphic, but I just want to give you that warning. Um, so if you are going to go to this website, you need to make sure that you have some good antivirus and malware uh, software up and running. So again, this is over at preparedchristian.net. The article is entitled Keeping Cool Without AC. So let's go ahead and dive into this. I'll stop and talk a little bit as we uh, as we move forward into this one. And then we'll jump into uh, Lisa Bedford's The Survival Moms article. So keeping cool without AC. Many people are surprised to find out how hot and muggy it can get in Minnesota. With temperatures of 90 plus degrees and humidity levels of, are you kidding me? It can get quite uncomfortable here. I also spent some time in the South when I was in the Navy. I can't imagine dealing with 110 plus degrees day after day. Well, I'm going to just stop right there. I can tell you it's not fun. It sucks. Without AC, I often say the people who came and founded Houston, I don't know what they were thinking, right? I know that it was a different time. I know that they built homes and, you know, they they survived it differently back then. But in the 1800s, without AC, I don't know how those guys did it. Anyway, moving on. In case you haven't guessed, I don't like the heat. I don't tolerate it well. AC is an easy fix. But... What if you have to be outdoors or if for some reason AC isn't available? Here are some tips for staying cool in the heat. Number one, clothing. Wear loose-fitting, light-colored clothing. It might sound counterintuitive, but wear long-sleeve shirts and a hat. The sun directly on your skin will heat you even more. Wear clothes made of cotton as it wicks heat away from your body. This is the reason the phrase cotton kills exists. When the phrase is used, it's usually in cold climates. If you wear a hat, get it wet and put it back on. A bandana can work for this as well. 
And I know that uh, I think Chris talks about this here a little bit later on. And also Lisa Bedford in her article talks a little bit about it. But uh, I know that when we went up to the country, we would have these little bands. I think we spent maybe like $2 at Walmart. Um, they have a little gel in there and you just get them wet and you put them around your neck. And when we were on the tractor cutting grass, I mean, we wouldn't want to be without these things. And uh, they would just kind of keep your neck really, really cool. Um, it, it, they're supposed to work uh, from uh, the, the pers perspective of evaporation. So in real high humidity uh, areas, they don't work as well. But it did work uh, pretty well where we were at in East Texas. Although there's still a lot of humidity over there, it still worked out. And so I think just anything kind of around your neck that's going to keep you cool would be beneficial. All right, moving on uh, to liquids. In hot weather, you need to increase your liquid intake. Don't wait until you're thirsty. When you're active, you should be drinking 6 to 32 ounces of water an hour. If your urine is anything but clear, you are dehydrated and need to rehydrate ASAP. Avoid beverages containing caffeine as it promotes dehydration. Water is a great source to stay hydrated, but many people don't like water. There are additives such as powdered Gatorade that can flavor water and add electrolytes at the same time. Put a water bottle in the freezer. When you go outside, take it with you. As the ice melts, you'll have cold water to drink. So I uh, definitely want to reiterate how important it is to drink fluids. And I like this idea. We looked into this not too long ago on the podcast. Uh, actually, I say not too long ago. It was a while back where uh, you could buy those little packets and you, you could find uh, the, the extra added vitamins and minerals and, and electrolytes and things like that that you can add to your water. So that might be something that you might want to do, especially if you don't, just don't like the, the taste of flavored water flavor that you don't like the taste of water all right moving on to this next one this is a this will be a little interesting for you right maybe food so avoid using the stove as it was just as it will just add more heat eat cold foods fruit and vegetables are a good idea Here, here's the one i was talking about or re referencing eat smaller meals but eat more often the larger the meal the more metabolic heat your body produces to digest it the same applies to drinking very cold water. It can actually heat you up because your body quickly reacts to warm the water to core temperature. Eat copious amounts of ice cream. Sorry about that. The little kid in me took over for a second. All right. So I just I want to stress again what uh, Chris was saying here. Uh, in the summertime, even when the AC is blasting here in Houston, uh, we are very careful to turn on the stove during the day. So if the kids are going to uh, make something in the in the oven, not the stove, the oven, if they're going to make something in the oven or, you know, they have that idea that they're going to put on a pizza or whatever, it's like, uh-uh, that ain't happening. It's not happening during the day. You're going to have to wait for the sun to go down and, and uh, you know, that way the temperature goes down a little bit outside and it's not the just the blaring heat. Uh, from what I know as far as uh, what air conditioning guys have said, the inside of the home can only get 20 degrees cooler than what it is outside, the temperature outside. So if you're looking at 110 degrees outside, you're only, although your AC might be saying 72 or 70 or whatever you run it on, it's really not going to be, you might have that feeling like it's it's cooler, but it's not going to get that much cooler, or I guess it is that much cooler, but it's not going to get down to that 70 degrees in the, in the heat of the day in the summertime. I guess that's what I'm trying to say there. 
So uh, that's something that I always try to remember. Um, and I know that we're not really talking about AC units and things like that here. Uh, but while I'm on it, and I'm saying this to myself because I know I need to do it as well, change out your air filters on a regular basis. That will also help keep your uh, AC unit running in tip-top shape. Um, he also talked a little about uh, you know eating smaller meals. I think that's important as well. Now during the summer or during the winter time, when we're trying to stay warm, we eat those really big meals, and uh, you know it, it helps to keep us warm. I know when we had the, the winter apocalypse or whatever you want to call that down here, uh, down here in in Texas, uh, in February 2021. Um, we, you know, we were eating big meals and that kind of helps to keep you a little bit warmer. So I can definitely attest to that. So make sure that you're eating smaller meals. So let's talk a little bit about the body. The body radiates heat from the head, hands, and feet. Getting these areas wet will aid in cooling. When I was in the Navy on a cruise to the Gulf, they told us to eat more salt on our food to help the body retain water. It's true that we lose salt and minerals when we sweat. These salts and minerals need to be replaced. A sports drink will often work. Check with your doctor before going this route. If outdoor work must be done, do it in the morning or evening. Avoid being out in the sun in the hottest part of the day. Put a bottle of lotion in the fridge, squirt some on, and rub it into your hands and feet. I have never tried this, but it sounds like a decent idea. All right, I got to say... I've never tried that either, and I don't want to try that. I, I don't like lotion in the first place, and then having cold lotion just to me just doesn't seem right, especially the <laughs> when you have the smells, like the coconut smells, and just I'm not even going there. All right, moving on. By placing a cool water bottle between your upper thighs or in your armpits, you will cool the blood. Don't use ice cold, as this could be a shock to your heart. A similar principle is to get a bandana wet with cool water and wrap it around your neck, head, or wrist. Take frequent cool showers or baths and use a chillo pillow cooling device. All right, so just a couple of things here on, on this one uh, that he referred to. The bandana thing, you're going to see that over and over again. So you see that here a couple of times in his article, and you're, you're going to see it over in uh, uh, Lisa Bedford's uh, as well. And uh, again, I talked about the one that you could buy like at Walmart for two bucks and, and it just it worked out really, really well. Um, but the other thing that I wanted to, to talk about that he mentioned here that I thought was uh, was interesting was uh, the Chillo pillow. So my wife has, I don't know if it's the Chillo pillow, but it's uh, a pillow that is supposed to stay cool. Now, when I clicked on this one and to go over to Amazon, they don't make this one anymore. It's not available anymore. I mean, the link in the, in the, in the article uh, will take you over there. Um, but it looks very similar to, or kind of like the one that my wife has. So it's a, it's a regular pillow, but inside it has this gel that stays cool. And uh, she uses that uh, to sleep with. And so uh, maybe that's something that you would consider as well. Uh, definitely when you are considering uh, staying cool and ways to stay cool when it is hot outside. All right, moving on to the home. If you have a basement, the temperature there is often 10 to 15 degrees cooler. My home is four levels is a four level split. I would say each level is at least five degrees cooler than the one above it. Keep your curtains or blinds drawn. If possible, have the outside of the blinds or curtains be light in color. This will reflect heat back outside. Dark colors will increase the temperature. This would be a good idea in the cooler times of the year. 
I have not done this, but have heard that it works. Hang a damp sheet in place of your drapes. To go with the drapes suggestion from above, use a light-colored sheet. Another thing that I have heard of but haven't tried is spraying your roof with water. The heat evaporates the water, leaving the roof cooler. Here are several other passive cooling techniques. And so there's a, a link there, and I have not clicked on that one in a long time. Uh, it's funny, I remember this article from years and years ago, posting it on Prepper website. To finish this off, and then I want to come back and revisit one uh, little thing up here. Don't forget your pets. So keep plenty of cool water available. Make sure that they have shade available to lie in. Some of our dogs love chewing on ice cubes. So definitely you want to take care of your pets um, in the extreme cold and in the extreme heat. Um, you need to, to make sure that you're taking care of them. You're, you're responsible. So going back to this cooling off your roof, I don't know so much about that. Um, I've never looked into that myself. Um, but I know that cooling off your AC unit. So for instance, uh, we lived in a home that had an older AC unit and uh, my brother-in-law had given me this suggestion, kind of keep the sprinkler kind of hitting the uh, the AC unit. And so it was in a place where it wasn't going to do any damage to the house or anything like that. So uh, we did it and it helped out. It kept, it kept the air conditioning cool hitting the unit outside. Uh, at least it, it kept it a few more degrees than uh, than normal, and we definitely, with all the people in the house, we uh, we we could recognize that it was a little bit cooler. Now, after that, I looked into other things, and so there was uh, this this one little device that would sit on top of your your unit, and when the fans would start to blow then it would lift up this little lever and it was connected to your water hose and it would spin and it would drop water inside of it, keeping it cool. Um, I thought that was an ingenious idea because it would mean that it would only kick on when um, the, the air condition was on. However, the reviews weren't really uh, strong on that one. So I never bought it. It wasn't a lot of money, but uh, still it was one of those things. I always tend to look at reviews. So that might be something, I don't know, I haven't looked at that recently. There might be some new improvements to that that might help. Like I said, I've never looked at cooling off my my uh, my roof. Uh, I've never done that. However, in this next article, it's funny that it says this in this one. In the next article that we're going to read, uh, Lisa actually references a time when she was in Chicago and uh, she was in a hotel and the hotel staff was doing that. So let's go ahead and jump over to that one. And um, we can read that article again uh, from uh, Lisa Bedford, uh, The Survival Mom. And this one's actually an article from her, uh, from her book. And so her book is, uh, is called uh, Survival Mom, How to Prepare Your Family for Everyday Disasters and Worst Case Scenarios. It was uh, put out in 2012. However, it's very, very relevant still to uh, to where we are and in preparedness, right? So uh, it's twenty dollars and it's you know three hundred eighty-four uh, five-star rating or at least four point eight out of five. So uh, you know there's a lot of people that think that this book is is something that you need to read, and I would highly recommend it as well. So you want to go check out her book. But again, the information that we're going to read is an excerpt out of her book. So let's go ahead and jump into this one. So one of the most critical uses of electricity is staying cool in very hot weather. Our bodies can become quickly overheated with young children and the elderly being more most susceptible. 
I was in Chicago during one of its worst heat waves in 1995. Employees of the Hyatt Hotel, where I was staying, had to stand on the roof and hose down giant air conditioning units with water in order to keep them running. In a matter of days, more than 700 people died because of this heat wave. All right, before we jump into the actual, you know, things that she says here, the tips that she shares with us, I do remember during Hurricane Ike, and this is one of those reasons that, uh, and actually I bring this up uh, a lot, when you're thinking about bugging out or you're you're trying to, to leave the city, you got to make sure that you get the jump before everybody else. Because during Hurricane Ike, people were leaving, um, you know, it was, it was a, a pretty bad deal. But because of the freeway system, people broke down and there were people on the freeway. It stalled out and they, uh, they, they ran out of gas and all those types of things. So there was people that died on the side of the road because of the heat during an evacuation for a hurricane. Now, that should never, ever happen. Uh, we should never want that at all. And of course, these people were uh, medically frail. But you can imagine being medically frail, having to leave because of a hurricane and then dying on the side of the road because of the heat, because your air, air condition in your vehicle uh, ran out of gas. And so, you know, that's one of those things. That's how fragile life is. And so when we're talking about heat, we're talking about summertime. Those of us who live in places where it gets really hot, we need to be thinking about the uh, the young and we need to be thinking about our elderly out there. And maybe it's not the elderly that live with you. Maybe, uh, you know, you don't have any older parents or uh, older older people living with you, but you might have neighbors. And so you definitely want to um, be on the lookout for them and, and watch out for them. Okay. So uh, just one of those things to remember to be just a, a, a good, a good neighbor out there and uh, to make sure you, we're looking out for our, uh, our, our, our friends out there in the world. So moving on with this article, how did our ancestors survive then without air conditioning? I've spent my entire life in the American Southwest, and as you might expect, I have a few tricks up my sleeve when it comes to staying cool. Number one, keep spray bottles of water around and spritz face and wrist to stay cool. Again, that is very similar to what uh, Chris said in his article as well. You want to keep those spots cool. Uh, having a water bottle that is just specific for that would be a smart thing to do. They do also sell those water bottles that have fans on the ends of them. And uh, to me, they, those have never lasted very long, but they might help in an emergency situation. Number two, in the earliest morning hours, open windows to let in all the, that cool air. Be sure to close them again, along with all blinds and curtains once the, once the day begins to heat up. So definitely, if you can, you know, uh, displace some of the heat in your home in the early morning. But I got to tell you, there are days in July and August here when I walk out of my home, I immediately start sweating. So like I walk from my, from my front door to my truck and, and I'm sweating. And so it's, uh, you know, it gets really hot. So you, you really need to, to know where you're at and uh, the temperatures if you're, if that's going to work for you. Number three, just before bedtime, spray bed sheets with plenty of water. Aim a battery-powered fan towards your side of the bed. Jump in and go to sleep quickly. Okay, so 
uh, that's a good idea there. And if you can go to sleep quickly, definitely. Um, one of the problems that you're going to have, though, is when you're hot and you're miserable, it's, you're focusing on that and it's very hard to, to go to sleep. Um, the other thing is the battery aspect of it. Um, later on, she links to uh, a battery-operated uh, fan. And, of course, this was written in 2017. When I clicked on that link to go over to Amazon, that fan is still available. It's still there. It has a lot of great reviews. But it did take D-cell batteries. So if you're good with that and you might have a lot of D-cell batteries, you're, you're, you, know, you would be fine to do that. I have started to move more towards fans that could run off of a USB. And so there are fans that you can run, like for instance, if you work in, work in an office and maybe you're hot natured, they don't have, run the AC as much, uh, you could plug in a USB fan to your computer and have it running. And some of these suckers run, uh, you know, they do a really good job. They push out a lot of air. And so you just have to look at the reviews and, and find those. But I wouldn't be running that from a uh, laptop or a computer. I'd be running them from a USB bank and, you know, uh, uh, phone charger basically is what I'm talking about. And so you can run lights off of those. You can run all different kinds of things. So anything that would run off of a USB can run off of those. And some of these suckers are so big as far as the milliamps that they have, you know, 10,000 milliamps, 20,000 milliamps, they will push out air for a long, long time. So that might be one of those things that you, you could consider doing is uh, having one of those fans that would run that way. All right, moving on here. Number four, wear bathing suits around the house. Number five, if you'll be outside, wet a bandana, place a few ice cubes down the center, diagonally roll it up and tie it around your neck. They are, there are commercial products that do the same job like this one if you don't have ice or it gets too messy. So when we talk about uh, maybe you are in a grid down situation and it's the, the heat, again, having one of those uh, bandanas that have the gel on the inside that where you can just get it wet and uh, it has that cooling effect would be uh, very beneficial. There's also uh, cooling towels that you can find and you can use those. Um, there's even cooling vests. So again, those work on the evaporation uh, aspect of it. So I, we did take those up to East Texas again when we were uh, cutting the grass and on the tractor and different things like that. They didn't work as well. I think the bandana thing worked a little bit better than, uh, than the vest. Um, but again, they work off of that evaporation um, science. And uh, if you're in a high humidity area, it's not going to work very well. Um, another thing that doesn't work very well in high humid areas, but it would work for you if you're not in a high humidity area, are zir pots. Uh, I used to see a lot of those articles and post those over at Prepper website. I haven't seen one in a while, but uh, zir pot basically is a pot within a pot with sand around it, and you put water, um, you drip water on the sand, and you cover up the pot, and the evaporation keeps the inner pot cool. So there's plenty of articles on that over at Prepper website. You can go do a search for those. So if you're not in a uh, high humidity area, if you need to keep things cool, maybe just even a cool beverage in the heat, this would work really great for you. So uh, that's a zero pot. You definitely want to go check those out. All right, number six, check doors and windows for incoming warm air and install weather stripping if necessary. This would do double duty in the winter when cold air is is the enemy. Duct tape can substitute for weather stripping if you're desperate. Uh, 
Number seven, check the western exposure of your home. If you have windows that face west, check into inexpensive blinds from Home, Depot's or Lo- Home Depot or Lowe's. Even aluminum foil taped over your windows, gasp, can help keep your home cooler as will sheets of bubble wrap. I've talked about the bubble wrap thing before on uh, on the podcast, and I was really looking forward to doing doing that this winter time as an insulator. And now on the exclusive email group, uh, we talked a little bit about that staying staying uh, warm uh, during the uh, during or yeah during winter time, and uh, it would have the opposite effect as well, kind of like what Lisa was bringing up here as far as the bubble wrap. Now, on the exclusive email group, people were saying that there's uh, things, you know, up north that you can buy these things that you you put over the window and uh, you just sell them. It's kind of like a one-time use after wintertime. You just you just pull them off, and it really is an insulator. It kind of creates that barrier. Um, we don't really have those here. I never even heard of those because I've always lived down here in Texas. But I was going to use the bubble wrap, and I was going to try that out this winter, and I did not do that. My son, uh, his wi- his window is outward facing, and it gets it gets really cold in his room, but he likes it that way. So he's like, no, 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 don't do that. So I didn't do it. Maybe during the heat, he'll say, yeah, I want it a little bit cooler, and so we'll try it out and see if the bubble wrap truly insulates. But uh, you can get a roll of bubble wrap at Home Depot for very cheap. Uh, you spritz a little bit of water on the window and then just kind of cut it and make sure you you know you put that bubble wrap all on that window and create that that layer uh, in between, right? So uh, to keep that um, the, uh, the 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 air keep it insulated there. And so uh, we'll try that out and we'll report back a little bit later on. We'll see how that goes. All right, number eight, if you need to do outside chores, do them in the morning when the sun rises or uh, even earlier. Take frequent breaks. Get plenty of water. Number nine, if you must douse your naked body with water and stand in front of a battery-operated fan, uh, stock up on these fans. And again, that's that fan that I was talking to you about there um, that you can still find on Amazon. And make sure you have plenty of batteries and please close the blinds. Number 10, take a slightly warm bath. As long as there's water in the hot water heater, it will lower your body temperature, making you feel cooler longer once you get out of the tub. Number 11, drink those eight glasses of water per day and make sure every family member remains hydrated as well. This is particularly important for babies, toddlers, the elderly, and anyone with chronic health issues. Guys, this is why we talk a lot about water in the preparedness community, not just to uh, for hygiene purposes and to, to get a drink every once in a while, but more than likely when things go down, eat in extreme cold and, and in extreme heat. You need to stay hydrated. So you need to have water that you can rely on and you need to have ways that you can filter water and have clean, reliable water uh, when you go through all the water that you have stored. Number 12, plant fast-growing shade trees, particularly on the west side of your home. If they provide shade for outside windows, so much the better. Shade equals cool. Ask a local nursery with well-trained employees what shade plants trees grow the fastest in your region. You know, as I'm reading that, I'm, I'm remembering when we went up to the country the very first time and we were kind of camping. We were, it's completely was completely off grid, but we were camping up there to clean up the property a little bit. And uh, one of the things we did is Dad had this massive tarp 
and we 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 uh, went ahead and strung it up between trees, and it created this big area of shade for us. And so, if you are in a situation where uh, maybe the electricity has gone out and you need to stay cool, make sure you have a shade area. So a back patio, a front porch would be would be great. If you don't have uh, a, you know a cover over those, then make sure that you can somehow rig up something that you can, whether it's a tarp, whether it's a pop-up tent, uh, something along those lines, because if it's hot outside, um, your home is going to be even hotter if there's no way to displace that 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 heat. And so you want to be outside to cool off a little bit in the shade. So have a way to create shade. Um, having tarps is one of those things that is just, I think it's it should be in every prepper's uh, list, you know, you should have some in your garage or your, well, you know, whatever it is, different sizes. I think they're always valuable. There's a lot of different things you can do with those. All right, moving on here. Number 13, most of the hot air that enters your home comes through the windows. Thermal curtains may be the solution if your home has lots of windows. If that's not an option, try using push pins to hang blankets over each window. You kind of heard that in both of these articles here. Number 14, if you long to be outdoors, fill a kiddie pool with water, sit down and relax. Be sure to wear sunscreen. When the water gets too warm to enjoy, use it to water the plants. Again, have some shade. If you can you, you can apply a couple of these different things at one time, I think it's beneficial to you. Number 15, don't overexert yourself. Avoid working up avoid working up a sweat if possible. Save physical labor for the cooler parts of the day. Take a lesson from desert animals. They rest in the shade or underground during the day and come out at night. Number 16, fill a tub with a few inches of water and dangle your feet in it while you read a book. 17, cover furniture with cool cotton sheets. And here's a tip. Because water is so essential when it is hot, make sure you have plenty on hand. Please read about the various ways to store water. So uh, definitely you can come check out this link. Like always, I'm going to link to all of these so that you can go and uh, check these out if you'd like. So my friend Debbie is a fanatic about keeping her electric bills as low as possible in the summer. And she follows many of the tips above. Right around lunchtime when the most intense heat is on its way, she and her kids head for cooler locations. The public library, movie theaters, mall, a friend's house, public swimming pool, etc. All right, so just because I think this is important, be aware of the signs of a heat stroke. Strong and rapid pulse, elevated body temperature, excessive thirst, hot, dry skin, dilated pupils, dizziness, nausea, vomiting, headaches, confusion, seizures. Stay cool. Tip, along with learning about the signs of heat stroke, consider a first aid CPR test or CPR class. All right, so lots of good stuff here. I wanted to talk uh, just a couple of things, about a couple of things here before I end off uh, this uh, Prepper website live. Uh, the first thing is, I know that we were kind of talking just about staying cool in the summertime. And uh, that could be without air condition or without power or with power. If you are, if we're talking about power and we're talking about we're worried about saving money. So kind of like what Lisa's friend Debbie here was trying to uh, save money by, by not keeping it, uh, you know, a decent temperature in the house, I guess, or trying to cut costs. One of the things you can do is different states have the ability to go check out 
um, different uh, electric companies. And so uh, I know that Texas has one called, a website called powertochoose.org. And you can go find the different electric companies and you can get one with a cheap rate. Now, you might have heard all the uh, the issues with uh, people having these enormous bills. And the reason that was is because they had an adjustable rate, kind of like you, you have adjustable rate mortgages. I guess they had an adjustable rate electricity and uh, electricity bill. I don't know why you would want to do that, but they did that. And maybe they had a little bit, you know, they, they had some... Um, uh, some really low bills, but then they got the $1,000 bills, the $2,000 bills, and, and even more so uh, during this whole uh, winter apocalypse when the electricity was was uh, so expensive. So if you go to that, get a fixed rate. Don't get an adjustable rate. You want to get a fixed rate. Uh, definitely lock it in. I've locked in uh, you know, low prices for electricity here in Texas, and uh, I've never been, uh, you know, I've, I've never had an issue with it. It's it's always good, and so hopefully you might have that in your neck of the woods. Uh, if you don't, you know, try to find ways that you can you can cut corners with the electricity. Uh, I know some people use kilowatt, and it's just a little thing that you can buy on Amazon, and you can uh, you can find out how much wattage something is using, how much electricity. Uh, an appliance is using and if you want to go ahead and, and remove it from the grid or not so you can always do that and so uh, uh, just would give you that recommendation as well one of the things that uh, you want to think about as well is if if you are if you've lost your power right and you're looking for a way to stay cool you can always run a fan if you have a generator. Now, depending on how long things are going and how long the situation, if it's like a hurricane and you know things are going to get up and running in a couple of days, maybe a week, fine. You know, you can run your generator. Uh, I, that happened during Hurricane Ike. People were running generators for two weeks, just as long as they could get gas. And you could get gas. Um, during the winter apocalypse here, it was a little bit different. People could not get gas. So whatever gas they had on hand, their generators maybe ran, ran one or two days and then they were done because they couldn't just go get gas anywhere because uh, the streets were frozen and the pumps were frozen and there was no power. So, you know, you got to really think that through. Um, one of the things we always talk about is you don't want to lose the stuff that's in your refrigerator and your freezer. Um, one of the big recommendations in the preparedness community that has been around for a while is to have um, uh, you can have a um, inverter that connects to your vehicle. And if you have gas in your vehicle, that's a big gas tank. You can always uh, run your uh, refrigerator or your freezer for a couple of hours to keep it cool. And so that way you can, uh, you know, you can save all that hundreds of dollars worth of food that you have in there. And that would be important. One last thing that I want to cover, because uh, I think this is uh, very interesting. So there's a guy on YouTube uh, called Desert Sun 2 I've been following him for a very long time. Uh, I think since Prepper website started. Uh, he does a lot of solar projects. He does a lot of keeping cool, um, ways to keep cool. And I believe he's Desert Sun. I think he's in Arizona, if I, if I remember correctly. And so he doesn't deal with the humidity like uh, we would down here in, in, uh, in Houston, uh, down here in the south. 
but uh, he has a lot of great easy DIY things that you can do. And so um, I highly recommend his YouTube channel. And if you are part of the email list, which you should be part of the email list, not too long ago I shared a video of how he uses solar panels. Now he uses it in different ways and he's got all these great videos on ways to stay cool. I mean, this one here about a five gallon uh, air conditioned bucket. Dad made this one for the country and he said it worked really well. It, the fan ran off of a little 12 volt uh, battery and it ran really well as long as you have ice and you can throw ice in there. It, it worked well. But the, the video that I'm referring to uh, had to do with um, solar panels that he has and uh, I can't remember the name of it I can't pull it up as it as it is it is right here but uh, I'll just tell you about it uh, he was um, well I thought I was sharing out the the I thought I was sharing out his uh, his channel here here's his channel here desert sun o2 and um, here's that air conditioner that I was talking about and he does just a lot of projects as you can see here as I'm scrolling you can see all these different projects about staying cool and uh, all these different ways uh, of you know using evaporation that's the zero pot there um, you know stoves making stoves all these different things but anyway let me go back to the thing that I was uh, going to mention so he uses solar panels a lot and he doesn't use them as far as uh, well he does a lot of things with them but he doesn't use them just connecting them to a battery bank a lot of the times he uses them just putting the solar panel out, getting the sun, and running uh, that power straight into a fan. So if you think about it, if you have a solar panel and you are, you're hot or you have an elderly parent or you have a, a young child and you're trying to keep them cool and you can put a 12-volt fan on them, um, it would run just by connecting it to a solar panel outside. And he does this all the time. Uh, he shows this on different different videos. Again, I um, I shared that video out on a, in an email list uh, uh, that I send out to Saturday Prep. And uh, I think it was, it's one that a lot of people clicked on because I think it's very beneficial. With just a couple of different cords that you can buy off of Amazon, you can use your solar panels during the day if you're not charging up batteries and things like that. You can use them during the day to keep cool by running a fan or, or what, whatever you, you need to use there. So um, very beneficial YouTube site. I'm going to link to it so you can go and check it out if you've never seen it before. I've linked to many of his videos throughout the years. Well, guys, that's it for Prepper Website Live. Thanks so much for hanging out with me on this one. I hope it was beneficial. And I hope you got some tips on staying cool when it gets super hot outside. We'll see you next time. Well, everyone, thanks so much for checking out this bonus episode. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Make sure you click the subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. That way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And don't forget, if you're looking for more preparedness and self-reliant information, head on over to PrepperWebsite.com, where we have tons of preparedness, self-reliant, alternative news, firearms, DIY, Bible prophecy, frugal living, and homesteading articles just for you. And lastly, don't forget to join the email list if you haven't. When you do, I'm going to send you a free PDF on 25 hand-picked preparedness articles that you should read. Many of these you can't find on the internet any longer. And with that... Choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until next time, live with no regrets and stay prepped and aware.
Peace.